0: In alhamdulillah <laughs> wassalatu wassalamu ala shirafil anbiya wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa man wala wa ba'd My dear brothers, this uh, one of the forgotten uh, sunnan of Nabi sallallahu alaihi wa sallam is the sunnah of uh, making the takbir of Dhul Hijjah allowed. Now normally you will see that in the Ayyamu Tashiriq we do it after the Eid The three days we do it But it was the Sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam To do it in all the ten days Before Eid also So this is narrated from The practice of Abdullah ibn Umar About whom Sayyidah Aisha Anha Said that I have never seen any of the Sahaba Follow the Sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam As closely as Abdullah ibn Umar And it was his practice that as soon as the first of Gul as soon as the moon was sighted He would recite the Takbir aloud And he would go into the marketplace and people would Follow him and they would recite the Takbir And they would raise their voice with the Takbir of Allah Taala. So let us do that Inshallah and continue to do that Uh, Not only after the Salah, after Salah also But even otherwise When you are going somewhere, wherever, you don't have to shout but Recite the and the Takbir is Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, La ilaha illallah, Wallahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, akbar Walillahilhamd. Now, when we do this and we recite it, also let us try to remember the meaning of it and let us try to allow the power of this Takbir to enter our heart and enter our lives. You are saying Allahu Akbar. And you are saying it three times, Allahu Akbar, Allah Akbar, Allahu Akbar. What does it mean? You know what it means. The issue is to see, let it enter into our hearts. And if Allah Akbar enters into our hearts, what must be the state of our heart? It will be a heart which fears nothing except Allah. Because if Allah Akbar is in the heart, then that is a heart that fears nothing, no anxiety, no stress, no worry, no nothing, because Allah Akbar. True belief in Allah Akbar is to free yourself from every form of worry, every form of stress, every form of fear whatsoever because all the maklook of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the maklook. One of the teaching stories that uh, I remember hearing from somebody, he said that there were two people who were traveling and they were going through a forest and it it was time for salah, so they decided to stand in salah. And as soon as they said "Allahu Akbar," one of them was leading, the other one was standing beside him. As soon as they said "Allahu Akbar," and uh, he started the salah, they saw a tiger come into the road and was coming towards them. So the man who was following the imam, he broke his salah, and there was a tree there, so he. Climbed up to the top of the tree, but he saw that the Imam continued to stand there, and he continued his salah. And this tiger came right up to the man, walked around the man, and walked away. So when the tiger had gone, danger had passed, and of course, this man's salah also was finished by then. This other guy came down, and he said to him, "How could you just stand? How could you just stand there? I mean, why was? I mean, it is also jais when you see something dangerous like that." There's nothing wrong in breaking your salah and uh, you know So why did you do that? The man said I also saw the tiger But then I remembered that I just said Allahu Akbar He said I just said Allahu Akbar Then how can I run from the tiger? Because this is makhluk This is makhluk Maybe a tiger so what? So what? We are just said Allah Akbar And so I remind myself and you That The reality of Islam Is beyond the rules It is not against the rules Please understand this This is one of the biggest uh, Confusions When we say beyond the rules People think that Therefore to disobey the rule is okay That's absolutely oxymoronic It's very stupid How can somebody who is trying to reach and get close to Allah break a rule of Allah? That's ridiculous. Beyond the rule means you do the rule completely but you don't stop with the rule. Your love of Allah takes you further. The rule of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is to pray five times a day. That is the Had. This is the boundary. But the one who loves Allah prays more than five times a day. He also prays Tahajjud, he will pray Ishraat, he will pray, you know, different uh, salawat, and then maybe he will pray some more nawafir. Because the way to get close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is through Qasratul sujood to make more and more sajda. So if, if somebody is praying Tahajjud and so on, does it mean that therefore he did not pray Salatul Fajr? It makes no sense. Salatul Fajr is the had. If you, if you don't pray Salatul Fajr, then one has to question your imar itself. And say somebody deliberately leaves the first salah. Uh, what is the hukum for, the, for that? So therefore, beyond the rule means to complete the rule, whatever it is, whether I am just giving the example of Salah because this was also the Sunnah Alayhi He always gave the, the examples of Salah because that was the most important thing. And obviously it meant that if the example applied to Salah, it applies to everything else in life also. So, ehtiyat, taqwa is to leave the doubtful. To leave the haram is had. If you are doing haram also, then what is the dalil for this? I mean, that is completely ridiculous. So, then, But the one who is muttaqi not only will he not do haram, but he will also not do something which is doubtful. So the takbir of Allah of Akbar must free our heart from all fear. Second thing, the takbir of Allah of Akbar is, it brings us on to the obedience of Allah. And that's the reason why I mentioned this. Because if Allah is Akbar, then all the ahkam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have to be akbar. Everything that Allah likes has to be akbar. Somebody who believes in allah akbar will not even say, this particular thing which Allah likes, does he like it more or less? This this thing which Allah prohibited, is it a small thing or a big thing? This disobedience of Allah, this sin, is it a sāghira or a kabīra? These kinds of questions... Whereas the question is not haram and if somebody is asking the question purely for academic reasons to understand the hudud on something or the punishment of something or the reward of something, it is okay. One cannot, one can't say this is wrong. But if somebody is asking this question with the intention that he will do the minimum, then definitely that person must question his iman and must question his love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If somebody is asking this particular thing, is it mustahab or is it Then if he is asking it purely to understand the position in the Sharia for this particular thing, that is fine. But if somebody says, ah, that's okay, we can leave it, it's only mustahab. It's a very big difference between this question and that question. The second question, if somebody says, ah, this is only sunnah, this is only mustahab. Then he is deriding and he is reducing the importance of the sunnah of Rasulullah ﷺ. That in itself is a major sin That in itself is a major sin So it's not a question of you know What sunnah you left To, to take a sunnah of the, of the Nabi And to speak about it Or to consider it to be unimportant Itself is a major sin So Allahu Akbar Frees our heart from all stress And fear And brings us on to the obedience of Allah Of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla, jalla. And then the next kalima in the takbir is La ilaha illallah Which reminds us and brings us on to the tawhid Which is the ruh Which is the soul Which is the foundation Which is the root of this deen of ours Anyone who tampers with that tawhid Anyone who adulterates this tawhid With any form of shirk Obviously this is cutting at the root of our iman La ilaha illallah and then we remember Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala again in terms of His power. Allahu Akbar, Allah Akbar, Walillahi Alhamd. And to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, and for Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala is Alhamd. And what is Alhamd? Alhamd is the shukr of Allah, and it is the glory of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. All praise and all shukr. Alhamdulillahi rabbil Alameen. So it starts with the obedience and greatness and glory and majesty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It reminds us that there is only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is worthy of worship and who is worthy of asking for help. wa And it ends with acknowledging and accepting and thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalaluhu for all that he has given us. Walhamdulillahi rabbil So Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. لا إله إلا الله والله أكبر الله أكبر ولله الحمد. وصلى الله على أبي الكريم وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين برحمةك أرحم.